0: Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by GymAware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the GymAware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed, on top of that with the x-axis correction so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises, tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete, make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content it provides, be sure to hop over and check out the community. The community is an exclusive member's website that is just an extension of what we do here in July at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar. What it is is a combination of video lectures, a coach's corner with your Monday morning take-home information and a forum where you can talk about anything and everything related to the field of strength and conditioning. In the community, you'll find content added each month from some of the top practitioners in the world, ranging from PhDs to high-level coaches, bringing you exactly what they're doing with their athletes or their research at the present moment. On top of that, an additional discussion by coaches bringing you that Monday morning information, things that you can add to your training program right away. Tying that in with the opportunity to discuss with coaches around the world in the forum on anything and everything from the topics addressed in these presentations to whatever you're seeing in your daily life as a coach. If this sounds like the right thing for you and your staff, go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and try it out for 48 hours for just a dollar. If you like it, you're signed up, ready to roll, and you're jumping into all the great content added each month. If not, feel free to go ahead and cancel at any time. No questions asked. We're really excited about what we're building in the community and hope you are too. Go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com slash community and check it out today. Hey guys, what's up? Jay DeVeo coming at you with this week's My Thoughts Monday. And today I want to share um, a thought or two about conversations we've been having this week, me and my sports medicine professional, Uh, that I work with with men's basketball Um, And and it revolves around the new rule that just dropped recently where they have taken the Participation hours in the summer and altered it a little bit Um, This just came down from our compliance office that it is what's going down and it is what's happened so for those of you that are unaware in the summertime, with basketball and the NC2A, they've been allotted eight hours of accountable work. So what that means is, during the week, eight hours of which they can be held accountable for, they can be reported to sport coaches, and all those things. So, two of those hours have been sport practice, or skill practice, or whatever we wanna call it, and six of those hours have been physical preparation with the strength and conditioning coach. Well now, that rule has changed. The rule now, it's gonna be four hours each, four hours with the sport coaches working on skill and sporting activities, and another four hours a week working with the strength and conditioning professional uh, on physical preparation and, you know, things of that nature. So what does this mean? Well, what this means to me is that right now we have now gone from having a significant time of the year where we could work strictly in preparation, and now we're now never going to hold a majority of the time to work specifically on physical preparation. So it looks to me as though now we're kind of in a 12-month in-season. How does that change what we're looking to do, right? That's really important. So the first thing is obviously we need to take into account way more um, in the summertime than we were before. The fact that these practice hours are now equivalent to the training hours and They need to be able to practice so how we dose what we dose what we're looking at um, How we're going to a lot for losing those two hours, right? I mean, that's we lost a third of our time So what are we taking away? What are we going to change and how are we going to make sure that those other two hours in the court? These kids are able to handle things The other thing too, I think is the involvement that Adam my athletic trainer is going to have in the entire process is probably going to increase quite a bit, to be totally honest. Um, Because we are now, for the most part, in an in-season preparation program forever, now he and I need to be able to sit down even more often and talk more than we even do right now about what he's seen. What guys are talking about, issues that are arising, um, and make sure that the program's accounting for that, whether it be putting things in to address issues or taking things out that you know are, are possibly you know inflaming issues, if you may. Um, but knowing even more so what that pulse is, because if they're always going to have at least 50% of their time on the court with the sport coaches, we have to make sure even more so that we are making sure that these kids are constantly being put back together so that they're able to perform in practice because that's what they're there for anyway, right? Um, I think the last thing that we're really going to see and is really going to be, again, on an uptick uh, because it's kind of ebbed and flowed the other way but I really think that a coach's ability to monitor um, the student athlete and understand something about what is going on inside the weight room and outside the weight room with these kids is going to be absolutely paramount at this point. I mean, understanding now that we are really even more so kind of taking a back seat even during the preparation period, we are going to have to be able to account for more and more of the work that these kids are doing. So whether it be some form of readiness monitoring, you know, where we're looking at, you know, Omega Wave or HRV or whatever it may be, Um, understanding the readiness of the student athlete and their ability to adapt to stress is one thing that I think could be huge with. Another thing that I think will be very important is understanding load monitoring, whether it be physiological, psychological, or biomotor load monitoring. So we're looking at GPS units, you know, understanding what that is. We're looking at heart rate monitors understanding what that is. We're looking at questionnaires and SRPEs, you know, subjective RPE, to understand what's going on with that. Um, I'm not saying you've gotta do all of that. I'm not saying you gotta do any of that. I'm saying that I think that based upon where we're at and what we're looking at here with these new rule changes, we're going to need to be even more so a, a facilitator, when it comes to adapting what we do in order to make sure these kids, A, continue to adapt and improve to the training that we're providing, and B, are healthy and able to survive now, which really is looking at, shoot, man, we're talking like mid-May now till the end of March, where it's gonna be basketball priority with about a month in the break in the middle there, right? So, looking at all those things, understanding the need to know what is going on and, and picking one and allowing that to help you make better decisions and, and drive your training and, and preparation program forward I think is absolutely 100% paramount at this situation because it doesn't matter like what you do with it, which one of those you pick, how you implement it and understand the data is now gonna be crucial and then on top of that starting to communicate that with the sport coaches so they understand better um, what you're seeing what you're doing and what you're looking at um, and and if they're not willing to want to do things or listen to things we can still make changes that can help affect things positively we would just have to make it on our end I hear people talk about that a lot it's like well. We had this piece of technology, but the coach didn't really want anything to do with it, so we ditched it. Well, did you do anything to change what you were doing? Because even if you're just doing it with what you're doing, and you talk to the kids about making better decisions, you're then going to be able to drive training in a better uh, in a better direction to make sure that what you're doing is taking care of the student-athlete first. So. That's just my thoughts for this Monday when it comes to the rule and what we're looking at. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thoughts, comments, questions, shoot them at us at CVASPS or leave them in the comments below. As always, guys, thanks for what you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. We will see you then.